Holy sweet poly purebred. Kiddos, break out those transistor radios because you are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. You know what that means. I had to get out of bed. Oh, my God. We are coming to you from the beautiful, almost spa-like digs of WKXL in Concord. If you take that transistor radio, flip that knob over to AM, you'll find this at 1450, and then flip it over to the FM side, you'll find this at 103.9 FM. Both of those are in Concord. And you blessed souls in Manchester are listening to us on 101.9 FM. And believe it or not, we are on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, nhtalkradio.com. Oh, I need to thank my sponsor. My sponsor for this show is Lakes Region Fence. They are out of Guilford. They do incredible work. Their website is lrfence.com, lrfence.com. Now, don't go out there yet and don't tell me you can multitask. Just hang on till the end of the show. lrfence.com, Matt and his group up there, they answer their phones, they return your calls, they do exemplary work. I happen to know he's a good friend of mine. Thank you, Matt, lrfence.com. Okay. Since I had to get out of bed, I have in studio today with me Kayla Moore. Kayla is an actor currently performing up at Jean's Playhouse in Lincoln, New Hampshire. I have asked her in here for a couple of reasons. There are some things I want to find out about the whole uh, background of doing summer stock. (laughs) Good morning, Kayla. Good morning, Ray. How are you? I'm good. Kayla, I have a confession to make, first of all. You do? Yes. So I'm in the convenience store this morning getting coffee and my monster drink. Uh, Horrifying. They can sponsor me if they want, by the way. (laughs) But as I'm paying, uh, right there at the counter, there's these little chocolates, lint chocolates, right? And there's like three for whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to get these for Kayla. So I buy them. Kayla, I have bad news. Because I'm a gluttonous fat pig, guess what happened to those? (laughs) (laughs) They, they're gone. Did they go they're down gone. with the monster? They're right? gone. <laughs> they're gone. I'm confessing my soul right here. They, well, I convinced myself that you know chocolate is good for the mind. Mm-hmm. I'm getting old, and so you know I. They're gone. Poof. It's all good. It's Poof. all good, Ray. So I know you're probably heartbroken, thinking, "Why didn't Ray give me lints? How come there's not lints here on my pillow in the spa like digs here at KXL?" You know, I'm a little heartbroken that there wasn't a gallon of fresh blueberries waiting for me in a Ziploc bag on the counter. I today. pulled out of my driveway this morning. I saw them; they're waiting to be picked. <gasps> oh, I know you're spoiled. Can't wait. All right, so Kayla, <laughs> step back from the microphone because I'm about to light somebody's hair on fire. Mm-hmm. Last night I saw on Golden Pond up at Jeans. Boring. Boring. Okay, here's a disclaimer. The following statement is not the thoughts of the management or any of the people here at WKXL. Strictly an old man ranting into a microphone. That script is boring. It's so funny because it's it's made for your demographic. Oh, that hurt. That hurts. I'm so that sorry. Hurt. But it's it's made. Oh my god! I don't believe you said that. I'm so sorry. It's made for ageist. There's ageism right here. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Go. It's it's quite literally though curated for a demographic of you know 45 to 65 man and. And I'm so shocked that it didn't resonate with you because we have had audiences just ripping and roaring. I almost fell asleep in my applesauce. No way. It was, t- <laughs> I cannot <laughs> believe. I thought, we got to the, fir- uh, at the end of the first act, came to in intermission, I thought, 
There's no way they made this into a movie. How this cannot be the same script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, you know what they did in the movie? They had to add that that boat crash. Yeah, I kept waiting for the, it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah a lot of audiences set me up. For it. Yep, set me up. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so anyway, yeah, sorry anybody who <laughs> thinks that that's a great. Oh, Ernest will kill me for saying that. So sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Kayla happens to be in the show. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah. So those are not her thoughts, by the way. Mine, just an old man spitting into his microphone, screaming at his TV. Yeah, that's me. Okay. <laughs> Welcome this morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> well, we've said a few things on record here. Okay. Um, Kayla, tell me, give me your background. Uh, let, let me know where you're from and how you've come about to be an actor. Sure. So I was born and raised and still live in Westchester, New York, um, which is about an hour outside of the city. I just I take the train in to, you know, do auditions and stuff. I, I started acting. 815 into the city. Yeah, it's my Dang. old man. Um, so I, I've been, you know, performing since I was uh, like four. I started when I was in church. My, my sister and I did a production of Peter Pan that we did at our local church and they needed a really young kid to play Michael. And I, you know, anything my sister did, I wanted to do too. So I just kind of followed along. And then before I knew it, she was represented. She had a manager and an agent. And at age four, she was seven at the time. So we were both like child actors. She was more pushing for Broadway stuff. She actually got offered um, a role in Mary Poppins and we had to pull her out because my mom was like, well, you are not going to be a homeschooled child. Um, you are going to go to public school. And Does your mom regret that now? No, she could have been famous I and know. wealthy. My sister and, I, my sister and I are like, well, at least we're cool. Like it wouldn't you have worked cool. out if, okay. you know, right. as, at least we have kind of okay personalities. Being cool myself, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to trade it. You got to trade it. I think about all the child actors I know and, you know, they. you can tell that they, they were homeschooled as opposed to going through the the trials and tribulations of public Mm -hmm. school systems. Mm -hmm. We need to make a disclaimer. Those thoughts were not the thoughts of the management of this (laughs) station. (laughs) I am selling myself officially as a cool human being. Oh, the FCC is going to strike down this whole episode. (laughs) Go ahead. Uh, Well, anyway, uh, I started doing uh, auditions in the cities and I I started doing educational theater. So after school, you'd go to school all day. And then as soon as school ended, I would go over to what was known as Lighthouse Youth Theater. Um, It's unfortunately no longer around, but it was where I studied between the ages of eight and 18. Um, So they had everything from dance classes, um, acting classes, vocal lessons, guitar lessons. They had everything. And then I would do about four shows a season. So seasons were fall, um, September to December, and then January through May. And then during the summers, they had summer camp. So I would just do more theater. So between all of that, they started doing a summer program with Westchester Broadway Dinner Theater. And I started doing their children's ensemble roles with this equity house. So it was all equity performers coming from tours and Broadway. And I was going to fill the children's ensemble um, hooey of the summer performances. So um, I would do that during the summers and then go back to school and do the the performances at the, the educational theater. Um, I ended up doing a couple of different like commercial things here and there with the same representation that we had growing up. Um, and then, you know, college came around yeah, and I, I, I continued that. studying. And Do yeah. you still have an agent? 
Oh, God, no. No? Why? No. Um, You know, you go to college and... Too big? You're too big now? I guess I'm too big now. Dang. I can't be sold. No, it's actually pretty funny. I'm still being sold as children. All what? of the things that I'm going for are Co- children why? covers. Are you serious? Yes, because of my height. Um, Disclaimer, I did not grow to reach five feet. It is on my resume, but legally, I did not make it. If we had the Ray Dudley cam going, cat. People could see this beautiful woman in front of me. Aww. She is short. I'm, I'm tiny. Yeah, yeah, you'll see that uh, on the later cam. There you okay, go. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't, you gave up your representation or did your mom make you like give up? I think it was something with my mom. I think she was like, I'm kind of tired of going to the city every two seconds. She would have to pull me out of school all the time to go do these auditions. To get rich. Yeah, yeah it's brutal being what rich. What are you going to yeah. do? You know? I know. It's the fame, a, the fortune. So hard. Oh, my God. So it's she was a like, burden we all carry. Yeah. I think around puberty, she was like, you know what? Y'all are going to be changing a lot. Let's let's nix this wall. Oh, okay. I get You guys that. adjust to your lives. And then she went off and she did a BFA at Penn State, which is an incredible theater program. If you are looking to study theater, she graduated with eight really talented folks. They are all either, you know, on national tours, on Broadway. They are all, you know, hitting the ground running in this in this industry. Um, she just finished at the Ugunquit. She was in Beautiful. What? She was the Cynthia Wheel understudy. This year? This year, yeah, just this year. Did you guys get to meet up? Yeah, so we actually went one, um, one week we went to go see her in her ensemble track, and then the next week she found out she was going to be on for the role of Cynthia. So really? we drove back to Maine and we saw her again. Did you watch a show? You went to see the show? I did. I got I want to see you both One of your few days off. Did this they? was actually in May. It was oh. right before. Oh, right before wow. I left. It was perfect timing. They start that early up there? Oh, yeah. A gunkwit? Oh, yeah. Are they around? I think they might be around. We should check mm. that out during our commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> what a great segue. <laughs> You hear that music, that means we're strapping on our jazz gloves and our tap shoes. It's time for a break. Hang on to that thought, Kayla. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your handsome host, although aging, Ray Dudley. We are coming from the digs of WKXL Studios, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester nhtalk.radio.com you can go out now but you get 30 seconds or so maybe a minute to go find it bye bye we'll be right back thank you shoeshine boy you're humble and lovable that's the underdog in me. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. Break out those transistor radios. You can find us on WKXL streaming AM 1450, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and we are out on the internet, nhtalkradio.com. Go after the show, not now. In studio with me is Kayla Wood. No, more. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Woods, comma, Ooh, Kayla Moore. <laughs> that little slip there. So, Kayla, you, you did all, do you dance and play an instrument and all that now? Because of yeah. all that you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind, What instrument do you play? Oh, I play guitar, piano, a little bit of drums, a little what? bit of bass, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my dad. My dad was a musician, and he he taught me and my sister and my brother like a little bit of anything that we were curious about. No he kidding. Could just pick up anything. It's oh, ridiculous. that's crazy. Do you guys like have family 
gigs where you're like, yeah, yeah let's smoke a little doobie and, you know, <laughs> play some <laughs> Can I? Uh, uh, all right. I don't even know if you're allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, cat. Sorry, cat. Oh my god, this is a terrible this, day. This is all getting cut. Terrible day. <laughs> um, so you did four shows this year. Did. up at Jeans. Mm-hmm. What? How do you like that experience of summer stock and coming in and doing? This was incredible. It was my first time doing summer stock. I had never done. Yeah, this is the longest, you know, professional contract um, besides, you know, the children's stuff that I would do at at Westchester Broadway. But I I would live at home during that. This is the longest I've lived away from home on a contract in a, you know, professional performing capacity. So really, this was so fun. It was kind of like I never got to go to French Woods or Stage Door or any of those performing arts summer camps. And I always wanted to. I'm such a woodsy, you know, artsy fartsy kid. And and this was kind of cathartic. It was like I got to live that experience. Wow. Wow. So tell me and anybody who may really be interested in in the process. How did you get chosen? How did you find out about it? Mm -hmm. What did you have to do? How did Joel even find out about you? Oh, yeah. So it's all, I I hate this term, but it's so true about this industry. It's not about what you know, it's who you know. And I was in a production of High School Musical at Yorktown Stage in Yorktown, New York. And this is one of the productions that kind of shot off on social media for me. I am known as Sharpay from TikTok now. It's my like influencer <laughs> handle. It's so bizarre. Um, I have about fifteen thousand followers on TikTok and thirteen million views. Like, do you really growing daily? Do you really? It's insanity. You have thirteen right? million. I have over thirteen million views total. It's it's insane. really. Yeah, I have three. You have three million views? No, three views. You have three views. They're all mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, anywho, I posted some clips from that show, um, and they started popping off. And the person who played Ryan in that production, so the the two roles of Sharpay and Ryan are two of the core group of High School Musical cast. Um, And the, the guy who played Ryan had worked at Gene's Playhouse for the past three years. And he, we were in the car one day. I was driving him back to the train station because he was a Manhattanite, and I would drive him to and from. And we were talking about dream roles and dream shows. And I started telling him how I've always wanted to do Into the Woods. It's a dream of mine to be able to do Into the Woods. Um, and he was like, what's your dream role? Like, if you could play something today, what would it be? And I was like, oh, my God, I've wanted to play Elle Woods since I was, you know, 11 years old, singing Legally Blonde at my camp recital, like, that's all I've ever wanted to do. And he goes, I can't gatekeep this anymore. I know a summer, a, a, a theater program that is doing both of those shows and more this summer. Um, do you want me to reach out to them? And I was like, absolutely. So he reached out. They emailed me saying, would you put yourself on tape? These are the roles we're considering you for. I go through the material and put it on tape, quite literally on the stage during tech week of High School Musical. Um, I do it on the stage with the curtains closed. I can show you the video later. It's just this beautiful red backdrop. Um, we are quite literally on the stage with a tripod. Miles is at the piano in the pit, and we get through all of the material. I submit it to Joel. Um, are you kidding me? Yeah, and and then we have a little Zoom conversation. I had this feeling like, oh, he had to go to New York. You're one of thousands of people that had to audition. <laughs> You just freaking sent him a, a tape sent audition? sent him a little silly tape, and we had a little Zoom because he wanted to make sure I was cool, and what are you going to do? I passed. Oh, I my passed God. The Zoom test. Oh, my God. <laughs> and here, amongst all those wonderful roles, you end up with Auntie M in The Wizard of Oz. That was my starring role of the summer, right? <laughs> <laughs> you had to see her. 
<laughs> oh my god and until the day we got here i was like am i just auntie m am i also doing glinda because auntie m usually does, does glinda so i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be doing both plot twist we did not do both we were the starring role of just auntie m to kick off the summer season <laughs> oh my god i remember when you were first doing it the first day of rehearsal i don't know why that's what it's <laughs> i was dying you're playing this like this 90 year old woman i come in i don't know why i'm like oh a midwestern woman with a niece that she has to take care of she must sound like she's this decrepit 90 year old walking around with a cane let me see if i can pull out a little bit of it just to just to give you like an idea of it it was like um dorothy 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 come come inside dorothy uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and our artistic it's director. Exactly, how it was. It was awful. It was I awful. remember Joel saying, "Um, <laughs> Kayla, <laughs> what what are you doing? How old do you think this woman is?" <laughs> I'm sorry to the audience. We just. <laughs> You had to be there. Oh my god! It was one of those days where you know I'm I'm with this new company. I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna just ride into this as much as I can. And everybody in the room was like, "What is happening? (laughs) Who did we hire?" (laughs) The freaking wizard of Oz. I was Granny M for the rest of the summer. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) Granny M. Okay. (laughs) So. After that one Academy Award winning performance, <laughs> <laughs> you slid into Into the Woods and you played Cinderella. Yes, and what a wonderful job you did. Oh, it was you. so, I, I appreciate it so much waiting to go on certain scenes with you um, because you were very comforting. And um, the, the whole cast was wonderful, actually, but it, it went so well. Um, but there were times when we got to bond for a few minutes that yeah. I needed it to calm down. I get a little nervous waiting to go on. And so, but, um, it's a good nervous. So were you happy with Cinderella? Were you? I was, I was pretty content with, with what happened. It was a really challenging role for me. Because? I've never played a soprano ingenue on stage before. What? That was my first time I doing have that. Not, you know. yeah. <laughs> In my dreams. He's so pretty. He plays dream. the princesses. <laughs> <laughs> So what would make that role different than many of the other ones that you've done? I'm usually a character. I'm usually a villain or You were Cinderella. I it's know. a ca- <laughs> I know she's she's a character. She's a character. But but she has a lot more groundedness especially in act 2. Um, where she has to, you know, really guide little Red through through this loss of her oh, grandmother true. and her mother and you got to um, and she decides that she's going to leave the entire life that she thought she wanted to build behind. Like, she'd really rather pretend that she had died than still be in the life with the prince because she's realizing that that's not what she wanted anymore. She's she's grieving the life that she built for herself. So, you know, taking on this, this monster of acting, mm. and then you have to sing this beautiful song with Little Red at the, and at the bottom was. of the stage. Oh, oh, my, my God. God. And then with the gorgeous. guys up in the trees. Yeah. Oh, no one is alone. The cast, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you, they told you this, but they would literally come backstage, sit in the wings, and watch me? the four of you sing that song. I did not know that until this moment. I just got chills. Oh, so it was beautiful. I, every night, I'd watch them come out because I, I was already waiting back there and they would just come out slowly. They knew the timing of it and they would stand there and wait and just listen to it. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it was really touching. It was fascinating. So the 
Into the Woods is this really, I had known, I knew nothing about it. Really? Nothing. I knew wow. nothing about it. I know. And I'm terrible about that. No, um, it's okay. I do it's theater, amazing. but I kind of don't do theater. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had no idea that the first and second acts were so different. Yeah. So different tone-wise. Mm-hmm. You've got this upbeat, crazy, wacky first act, and then everything just kind of falls apart in the second act, and mm-hmm. it becomes very serious. Yeah. I mean, people are dying. There's things going on that the bonding, like you said, between you and Red. And, mm-hmm. um, it was really just heartbreaking to watch a lot of it. It, the, yeah. it was really, really fascinating. It's a crazy play. It's a, it's a wonderful play. but mm-hmm. And it's stinking Sondheim. Oh, my God. God, mm. he makes me crazy. Insanity. I can't do it. I can't. <sighs> so you went from <laughs> from Cinderella to Elle Woods. To Elle Woods. How did you like that role? Oh, my God. It was everything I wished for and more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was a dream. It was a, it was like a fever dream. I would get to the bows every night. Mm. And, you know, I'm, it's the longest break I have all day in that show. Yeah. And I'm having my little water, getting ready to go on stage. And I'm like, I made it. I'm living my dream. Yeah. How yeah. how cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> so both of those are were wonderful roles. Oh, it's the Happy Feet music. I guess we'll have to talk about it more. We after will. The we will. Break. My feet are oh, dancing no. right now. <laughs> you are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host Ray Dudley in studio with Kayla Moore. Chatting away all things theater. We are coming to you from the digs of WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Both of those are Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we can be found at nhtalkradio.com. We have a lot more to chat about. We'll be right back. is here and it's nh unscripted i'm your host ray dudley in my jammies at the studios of wkxl in concord you can find us on the am band at 1450 and on the fm band 103.9 fm concord 101.9 fm in manchester and out at the interwebs nhtalkradio.com i do need to take one more minute again thank our gracious sponsors Lakes Region Fence in Guilford. You can be found at lrfence.com. They do wonderful work. And again, Matt, thank you. They The, the work they do is really exemplary. And um, I keep saying it, but they do answer their phones and they do call you back. Something that for some unknown reason is unheard of in this day and age, but they do it. Old school. Thank you, Matt. In studio with me, cutting me up is Kayla Moore. My God, this girl has stories. Okay, so TikTok. Tell me about this TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Scream. Right. We were just talking about the scream reel. Mm-hmm. So I, I invented a scream reel for mm-hmm. a movie that I had an audition for recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they were looking for a local girl to play a cheerleader who could scream in a horror movie. And I said, I can definitely do that. Okay. They said, do you have a scream reel? And I said, give me one moment, please. And I just curated one off of all of the self-tapes that I had or all of the performance tapes that I had. And a majority of them came from High School Musical. What? Sharpay has three ginormous screeching screels, like scripted in the stage adaptation. So I just took those together, put them, you know, sent them in for my reel. And then I was like, you know, 
Let me put this on my TikTok too. Two point seven million views later. Two point seven million. I think that's where it's at. Million. 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 So Kayla came to me once and said, "Ray, I'm going to make you a star on TikTok." <laughs> and I screwed up, Ray. I screwed up. I'm so I think sorry. we might have hit fifty views. Fifty. Oh she makes me do this. I don't even know what. If the, I don't have a clue what the heck she's I'm doing. So she does. Just Ray. repeat after me. And so I, I repeat this stupid whatever the hell that was. <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh. I don't think. I don't. Th- <laughs> Okay, it was more of a waste of bandwidth than <laughs> right. It did reach about ten thousand views. It uh, wasn't nothing, but, not but it quite wasn't two point seven million, million, huh? I'm very sorry. Right? Not two point seven million. Sorry. You know what? It was my fault. The algorithm <laughs> is very finicky about what they push, and, and old I, men are excluded apparently. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it was my bad. It was my bad. So I I didn't do the video quality as well in the beginning of the clips as I did in the end of the clips. Huh. So you only have two seconds to engage viewers uh-huh. so my first clip was really grainy so no one's gonna watch it <laughs> and then it got really good and it pissed me off no one's ever gonna know no oh, one's TikTok. ever there goes my tiktok I'm career so sorry. Down we'll have to tube. make another one Down what are you tubes. gonna do oh man so um sticking with jeans here um then you you the final show you're in is on golden pond um Tell me about that character as opposed to Cinderella and Elle Woods. It's very, it's very, very different. Very different. <laughs> I saw the photo different. actually online. I'm like, I thought she said she was in this show. Oh. Because, well, the brown wig threw me you off. Couldn't I had even no tell. idea. I know. I wow. could not. I know. I hated it. Oh my God, that wig. It does what it needs to do, but it scared me to death. It, it ages me. So I have to play a 42 year old woman. Everyone is aged down. It's all like a suspension of reality. So, you know, if a character's supposed to be 70, we cast people in their 50s. If somebody's supposed to be 40, we cast people in their late 20s, early 30s. So, you know, my, my counterpart, um, my husband, is supposed to be playing 45. In real life, I think he's 30, late 30s. Um, I'm in my mid-20s um, playing 42. So they had to age me up a little bit. First of all, it didn't work. You did not come across as 40-something. I'm just saying. I'm being real. It's all the reels. Can you feel it? It's just the reels. reels. It's the reels. <laughs> oh, we tried so hard. We I added um anywhere in my lot my face that creases when I smile or make an expression. I you know I took a, a pencil and I outlined it a little bit. Yeah, just just a tad, just a tad to make me look a little more tired. Girl, a you more couldn't. I'm in. serious. You weren't over 32. Dang. I know. Dang. Nice try. That's all right. So how did you like the role? The role is great. Oh, it's meaty. So she has this great, um, as in horrible, relationship with both of her parents. Um, but it's really fun for me to get to play into that. Um, my my relationship with my my mother on stage, it comes off as this, you know, wholesome relationship, the safe relationship. And then my relationship with my father looks really tense and yeah. tight. There's like a force field around him. I can't get close to him emotionally, physically. Like, it, it's very strained. Yeah. And you don't really know why. So you're unweaving that story. Um, but the thing that you realize in act two is that the relationship with her mother is just as bad, Mm. but in different ways where she feels like she's safe. She feels like she can talk to her mother. And then, you know, you start to see the strain that's completely different and even more, you know, strange than her relationship with her father. And it builds up to, you know, I'm trying to tell her about my, my childhood and how, you know, you never protected me against the force that was my father. Um, but I never call him my father. I call him Norman. I noticed that. I know. It's a really, str- Ugh, it's 
it's a really strange, yeah. strange relationship. But you know, my the people that I worked with on that production are just they're they're really kind, really brilliant people. They made it really easy to to curate those relationships on stage. And then as soon as we come off stage, we are all buddies. Like we're getting flapjacks in the mornings. You know, <laughs> we're 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 all you know a great a great cast. Um, you know, we're baking cookies for each other and and eating candy in the dressing room and what? you know. So your mom brought cookies for Into the Woods. Yes, she did. That was awfully nice of her. That was really sweet of her. So, so have they seen all of the shows here? Did they come from New York to see all four of them? They came from New York. They were not able to see The Wizard of Oz or On Golden Pond, but they did come to Into the Woods. My my father and my mother came for that, and my brother and sister surprised me for closing of Woods, and then they stayed for the opening of Blonde, oh. which was so fun. I got to see them all. That oh. never happens. Are they proud of you? Oh, they're so yeah. proud. They're so sweet. They they're should so, be proud. They're so, such, like, strong supporters and they saw my worst shows i i don't know if i told you what happened opening weekend of, of legally blonde closing of into the woods uh, no. i developed the world's worst sinus infection and had i was on prednisone i was on amoxicillin i was on mucinex sudafed you name it it was in my system to get me through those shows was that because of the atmosphere of the penguin um it was i feel like everyone goes down at some point in the summer season you know yeah. you're living with that many people you're you're interacting with them you know you're two feet away from everybody on stage right. so if one person gets sick everyone gets yeah. sick so everyone got whatever was going around it was like a summer sinus infection cold kind of thing um it came and went all of us went through it and then by closing we were all healthy as a horse and oh, we man. had a great closing of legally blonde and but you had it the opening I had the whole opening and a little bit of closing for, for did it affect words. your voice at all in the- oh oh god yeah really yeah, yeah oh my my opening yeah yeah i was i was frustrated but you know I, I accomplished what I needed to in a baseline of the character I was like you know what I just need to give her exactly what she requires for the role mm-hmm. I just need to get through it go to bed and then by the second weekend I was able to start adding little nuances that I wanted to like try to make the character my own and I wanted to start vocally challenging myself with maybe an opt up here or there and then by closing I was like this is my role now like I'm I'm adding every bit that oh, I ever like curated in my brain and every opt up that I ever wanted to try I'm going to bring it this weekend and I did and it was it, oh. God, it was so cathartic. Yeah, it was so much fun to watch. The energy level of that show is insane. And these kids can just kick their face and spin for yeah. days. Oh my gosh. Yeah, these and they don't kids, stop. They don't stop. They're Every so time they talented. come out, they're dancing. Yeah. And I don't mean just like, you know, ballroom dancing. Mm-hmm. They're freaking dancing, dancing. And flipping and turning and yeah. leaping. And oh my goodness. And again, I had no idea. I knew nothing about the show except for the movie. <laughs> closet oh, person was this your first time seeing the musical adaptation yes what did you think of the musical adaptation of legally blonde the musical i thought it was cute i thought it was cute um i thought it was very incredibly upbeat incredibly upbeat uh, the story's cute it's fine and you know there's a little bit difference between that and the movie okay. and the way the bad parts fall out but mm-hmm. um but other than that i uh, it was just my wife wanted to see it and i'm like okay so it was we were really happy of all the shows i mean you know we did like your auntie m the best but ah. <laughs> <laughs> i miss you hiding behind that partition for 30 hours <laughs> in 110 degree heat outside fighting off beetles and moths and <laughs> i sweat naturally anyway as it is but at 100 in degrees and humidity oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
outdoor theater. The, I love outdoor theater. The things we do. The things we do for our art and our love. Oh, oh my, my God. So this is your first year doing summer stock. Would you do it again? I think I would do it again. Yeah. 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 It's not like burnt you out or you're not like, was there anything that you, you thought, man, this is not going the way I thought it was going to go? At first, I was a little overwhelmed by the heat, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was um, our, our housing, and I feel like this is this is common in New Hampshire, didn't have air conditioning. Right. And it was, you know, 96 degrees during the day, so yeah. we all just, like, weren't sleeping And the, the penguin's dry. It's dry. You're in the gym. Yeah. You're in oh the, my. like, the altitude is higher, so your voice is changing. Anyway. It all worked out because then we had a fall summer and we all slept and everything got better and I would absolutely do it again. <laughs> Kat, is that our music already? It is our music. Oh my God. Where is the time going? <laughs> I have to get out of bed more often. You are listening to NH Unscripted. I am your host, Ray Dudley. In studio with Kayla Moore from Jean's Playhouse. We are coming to you from the not-so-overly-ostentatious digs of WKXL in Concord, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, and in Manchester, 101.9 FM. And we can be found at nhtalkradio.com. We're going to be right back. Get that 8-track out of the player. Turn on your radio. Get that transistor radio going. You are able to listen to NH Unscripted. I am your happy host, Ray Dudley. We are coming to you from the digs of WKXL, the bunker. 1450 AM, 103.9 FM. Both of those are in Concord, by the way. 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we can be found... Our show, as well as the archives of every show here at WKXL at nhtalkradio.com. I am hammering away at Kayla Moore. She's an actor. Do you prefer actor or actress? That's a really funny question. I actually always have preferred actor. I think it's a very gender neutral statement. That is correct. I like it. So I am interviewing Kayla Moore, actor, up at Jean's Playhouse this season. Kayla, I need to, before we go too far... Are you thinking of doing Christmas Carol? Cat, Cat, Joel has offered uh, Kayla a part up there. Dun dun dun. Uh-huh. Oh yes. Yeah. Huh. Is it Belle? I can neither confirm oh! nor deny oh! these chat later. statements. <laughs> I play. I play that role right now. Um, you do. I do. Yes, I've been playing does. it for about seven years now. Oh so. my goodness. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll call Joel later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> please, please call Joel later. So Kat's getting kicked out of bed so that Kayla can make her debut. Oh, oh so funny. I would love it. I really hope it works out. I I have a couple of things up in the air that I'm I'm not sure what's going to be happening. This uh, is happening. I know this is happening, and I would love Christmas to come Carol back. Christmas Carol is happening. We I would, would love, love to, to come back. back. I would love to see New Hampshire in the winter. Mm. I, I used to ski, you know, during the winter all the time when I was in middle school and high school, and I, I haven't seen New Hampshire in the winter in so long. I would love to come back, and especially mm. doing a Christmas show. I've never done a Christmas, you know. So last year I got to play Scrooge, and Cat uh, played Belle. And there's this one scene Joel wrote. It, Cat, it just about made me cry every time. And you know the one it, I'm talking about where it's the dream sequence? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, end oh of act my one. God. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. For me, as an actor, I could barely keep it. Um, it it's wonderful. So, oh. 
Kayla, if you get a chance to do it. I re- I'm really excited. And Joel's production of it. You know, I, I would love Cat to see brilliant. a recording of it if anybody Cat has it anywhere. Brilliant. I got to see it. We have a recording. <gasps> I, I mean, it's going to be a lot shortened down, you yeah. know, for jeans. Um, the bigger one is on at Laconia mm-hmm. at the Colonial Theater. But I'll send that to you. I would Absolutely. love to see it. Yeah, it's a great show. Oh, it sure is. We would love to have you, Kayla. I would love up. to come back. Kayla, tell me and anybody, um, for the folks... There's a lot of people who want to do theater mm-hmm. um, and possibly summer stock. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that process like? What do you think they should do to prepare themselves to for, for the event of doing that kind of? Because it's a lot of work. It is. I mean, you're rehearsing in the morning. You're, you're performing at night. You're mm-hmm. learning another play, possibly the script for the third play or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what should they do? How would they prepare themselves? I... I actually reached out to a couple friends before coming to the summer stock and and asked them, what is your number one piece of advice for people that would be going to a summer stock for the first time? And I think my favorite piece of advice was make yourself at home. These contracts tend to be between six and 12 weeks, depending on what theater you're going to be working for for the summer. So the more comfortable you can make your space for yourself, the better time you're going to have. You're going to feel more at home. And especially when you're around people that you've never met before and you're going to be living with them, working with them every day, usually for between 10 and 12 hours a day, mm-hmm. um, you're you're going to want to feel comfortable and have a space that you can go back to to decompress. So before I left, I made sure that I, I bought um, curtains for my bunk bed oh. so I could have my own little fort, my little cocoon. Um, at night, especially since people go to bed at different times. And these are all things that you're going to learn. I heard you guys never went to bed. They never went to bed. (laughs) These kids never sleep. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how. I lived in the grandma room. I think I I pressed that a lot. (laughs) We lived in the room of everybody in our room is going to be 21 plus um, so that all of the kids that are still in college that want to, you know, party all night and, and, and have sleepovers and talk like till four in the morning they absolutely can they did a really good job at housing us in in our different pods depending on what our sleep schedules were going to look like um but i digress also bringing you know the snacks that you can't get at you know the local grocery store here you want to bring them from home so make yourself comfortable and i think something that was really special about our summer stock that I don't know if this happens everywhere else. We were all really active as a group. So keeping your your body and your mind in shape while you're rehearsing two shows simultaneously, performing typically Where at night. Where do you even find the time for that? Really early in the morning, which is why sleep is important. Mm. You've got to keep yourself healthy. you got to keep your body in shape. you got to keep your mind sharp. So making sure you're feeding yourself properly. You're going to the gym when you can. So that sometimes means waking up at 7 in the morning because you have rehearsal at 9.30. So make sure you give yourself time to cook for yourself. Make a nice breakfast. You're going to have a very long day. Make sure you're fueling your body properly. Get that protein in. Get a little bit of carbohydrate. You know, get some fruit in there. Pack your bag for the day knowing that you might not have more than an hour break for the entire day. Yeah. Make sure you're packing snacks. You're Mm. you're prepping food. Yeah. Keep yourself safe. I think... Is there a tendency to forget that you're a paid professional, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they seem to be having a great time, and they and they should be. God bless every one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they're here for fun. But they are getting paid. I mean, you literally get a check for what you're doing. So I, there's an aspect of professionalism that I know they're all young, and so they kind of maybe don't think about it. But would you say that there really should be a lot of focus on that? Because if... If somebody's paying you, 
and you can't do your job properly, mm. you're kind of in a way stealing or, you know, in, in, a, in a way. Um, mm. Because the onus is on you if you're taking that check. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. And I, I agree that I wouldn't be capable of doing my job properly if I behaved as I did when I was a 19-year-old. But it's because they're like built like 19-year-olds. Year. Oh, I wish it was last year. <laughs> But these these kids, you know, they're built different. They can they can have a whole night where all they're doing is is playing video games and having a great summer and, you know, going out to bars and stuff and going to karaoke nights. And then they can wake up at nine o'clock the next morning and be full professionals. I don't get it. They are absolutely built different. They are monsters in the best way. And they're so talented. They would show me up all the time. They would come in off book, off script. They could pick up choreography like no one I've ever met in a dance call. These kids are going to go so far when it they have the time to go to crazy to be backstage <laughs> and they're all they all know theater they know all that's going they on know everything and, and they do they do and and shows and and they they all know lines from every show mm. they're talking about shows they're dancing with each other. it's backstage is insane yeah. well i mean like pre-show <laughs> even though backstage is insane anyway <laughs> in a different sense oh my god yeah but to watch them all mm-hmm. they're all together they're syncopated with um songs they're singing that they all know and shows they love and they're it, a lot of them are like sending out uh audition tapes mm-hmm. or a request for auditions and stuff. It's amazing Some what's going on. Some of them are on. represented. They have emails coming in from managers and agents throughout the summer. I did not know that. Yeah. These these kids are something else. How do they else. audition for that stuff? They don't. They don't. Someone will, like an agent or a manager, will go see them in a production and be like, oh, God, that kid's going far. I got to represent them. What? It just happens. Seriously? Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Oh, my God. What... <sighs> Do you have a particular way that you prefer to learn your lines? Um, Do you have a system? I know some people like to record them. Some people like to have other people read. Do you have anything that you do in particular? It's always different. It's always different. When I do plays, especially three-act plays where I'm playing a lead and I need to memorize over, you know, 20 pages worth of words single space typed out yeah. then I'll, I'll find a bootleg online I'll record them into a voice memo and listening is the quickest way for me to memorize something oh. um, but if I have if I'm in a musical obviously listening to the tracks and listening you know to the songs and stuff that I can learn in two seconds especially music love learning music um, lines this summer for some reason my my routine every single time was car rides. I was the the mom. I have my car. And anytime that we wanted to go on a little road trip, we went to Maine, we went to Vermont. So anytime we would go on long car rides, whoever was my passenger had to read through my lines. Really? And it always happened like the week before our final week of rehearsals before tech. So I always wanted to be off book by that Monday. So for those at home, we would do one week of learning everything, one week of rehearsing everything, one week of tech, that same week of tech we opened. So after the first week of learning everything, I would want to have that script out of my hand. Good I want it to be on the world that we are living in. Why is that so, important? Why? Oh God, you cannot engage in a character Thank you. properly Thank if you. you do not have your script out of your hand. Correct. Get it out of your hand. I know. It's huge. <laughs> it is. It is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, were talking at the little cookout thing the other day about there are people i have a friend who would not be off script till tech week no 
and said, that's the way he does it. And I thought, mm-hmm. how rude can you be? Mm-mm. How rude? You're going to invent a character, mm-hmm. Tech Week, mm-hmm. and expect everybody else to... Oh, my God. <gasps> oh my! Not the music. Not the music. Why am I cursed? Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that one's going into the archives at the museum. <laughs> Kayla, thank you for being here today. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. You have been listening, you lucky listeners, to NH Unscripted. Yeah. And that's me, your host, Ray Dudley. Happy, happy, happy. Dancing feet all the way. You have been listening to us on the AM band at 1450 WKXL and on the FM band, 103.9 FM in Concord. And all you blessed souls in Manchester have found us at 101.9 FM. And we can be found at nhtalkradio.com, our show, and all the archives of the other great programs here. All right. Back to bed for me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kayla. (laughs) 